Welcome to Crime and Plastic, a gripping podcast where I, Dr. Miami, one of the world's top plastic surgeons, and my co-hosts, Santina and Rosie, delve into the often unseen world where true crime and plastic surgery intersect. Each week, Dr. Miami will share his expertise and insights into the complex world of cosmetic procedures, while Santina and I give you the shocking details of criminal investigations. From notorious criminals undergoing drastic transformations to evade the law, to even our own personal encounters with true crime and plastic surgery, all will be uncovered. So sit back, relax, or or don't, don't, because this is Crime and Plastic. Welcome back, everybody, to Crime and Plastic, the podcast that tells you about crime and plastic surgery. My birthday is in two days. Your birthday is in two days. Santina was born on Valentine's Day. She's full of love. Yes, so much. And her advice this Valentine's Day is? If you're broken up, stay broken up. (laughs) (laughs) As very inspiring, love love inspired. (laughs) Stop getting back together. She's actually right. I if, like, you, if you broke up, you probably did break up for a reason. Rarely does getting back together work out. People saw the parent trap and ran with it. <laughs> that does not always work out. No, it doesn't. That seldom happens. Do you have any birthday slash Valentine's Day plans? Oh, yeah. My friends are coming over and then we're going to paint tote bags. You're having a Galentine's Day? No, I'm having my birthday. <laughs> Her birthday is on Valentine's Day. With your gal pals? <laughs> yes, I suppose all of them are women. <laughs> Galentine's. Happy Galentine's. Yes. He just wanted to use that word. <laughs> I just heard it for the first time this week. Have you heard it before? <laughs> of it's course. my birthday. <laughs> never heard it. Never you never heard, heard Galentine's nope. Day before? 52 years. Never heard it. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like you've been saying 52 years for like the last two years. He you always not adding you know, the numbers. Do you know how people though? No, because pe- most people will try to like lie and say they're younger. He like lies and says you're older. It's like the second he turns an age, he's already the next year. I am. He's like because today's my fiftieth birthday, but it's really my, I started my fifty first year, so I'm fifty one. That is true because when you're zero, you're like my dad is your, like that too. You're in your it's first like it's year. just my birthday, and he's like makes me a year older. I was like stop, don't do that. Don't stop. do that. My birthday sucks in terms of days. To celebrate because, you know, I mean, it's worse to be born on Christmas for sure. I could recognize that. But I don't think there's a second worse birthday than being a woman and being born on Valentine's Day because I share my birthday with every bitch that's in love. Every bitch. (laughs) Every single one. Is that why you're preaching the (laughs) non-love? Yes. Guys, break up for Valentine's Day and celebrate Santina's birthday instead. No, it's (laughs) triggering because it's like I can't get a reservation. That's true. And so yeah. lo- you're lucky on Valentine's Day to get a reservation for two people. Say you want to do a birthday, you know, if you if right. I have more than one friend, Impossible. which I do, guys, believe it. Like, if I want to get a table for five, yeah, right. Suck it. Can't even <laughs> ask in fucking November. They're like, that's too much. Sorry. No. So it's an inconvenient day to share with yeah. the rest of the world. Do you have weekend plans for your birthday? Or just the, the day of? I think it's just the day of. Well, you, you had... Her and her friend, her friend group actually, they have their birthdays very close together. So oh, yeah. they always go on a February trip. Yes, that's true. Like five, no, four out of the six people in my friend group are born in February. So we all go somewhere in February. And what's this year's trip? 
We're going to Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Are you going to do like the rainforest and zip lining and all that stuff? I don't know. I really want to surf. That's cool. Because I've been to Costa Rica before. And also anytime you go to like uh, a country that has like a jungle or something like that, the first thing is always like zip lining. So I've already zip lined too many times. And I, every time I get on the zip line, I'm like, this is such a stupid way to die. <laughs> every single it, time. It I, lo- I, love the zi- I love zip lining. And zip lining in Costa Rica is like the best. I hate it. Also because most of the time the zip line is just like set up by some random guy <laughs> who likes to hang out in the fucking jungle. It is kind of random. The, do- <laughs> the doctor and I were, we were on a family trip in Mexico. For all you don't know, he's married to my sister. So we go on a lot of family trips together. Mm-hmm. And um, we were in Mexico and me and him went zip lining. The rest of the family didn't really didn't want to do it. And I'm th- surprised he went. <laughs> No, he likes that stuff actually, which is odd. I know because all of his like risk averse, uh, yeah. But things like that, like he loves roller coasters, and I don't know. Well, it's because like it's rappelling. It's, it's and things like, like pretend that. danger. It's not like real danger. A zipline yeah. is real danger. And and then we went, I, I mean, it depends where. So we went, like, I did it in Dubai, where there's like. Yeah. You know, it's like all... Or, yeah. And then in Mexico, we did it, but then there's one of them... The Mexican one was definitely sketchy. The, that was there's weird. There's one of them that they're like, basically want make you hang upside down the whole time. He's like, he like he starts out that way, and then you see him kept trying to like straighten himself out to go upright instead of upside down. He's like, I have trust issues. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do I it. I couldn't do it. He's like... I couldn't do it. Everybody like went, like 60 upside- people went and did it. And they got to me, and I'm like, He's Can't like, do it. He's like hanging upside down and you see him trying to sit up to grab it. What? <laughs> it's like he just he could not he could not stay in the position. It was like <laughs> No, like No, I just had the image of the guy who had just, you know, hooked my heart safety harness up yeah. and I just I couldn't trust him. Yeah. I just couldn't bring myself that's to be a, like, also, no. Another time we went, ra- we went rappelling and that's a, this guy, he was like this like badass like climber or whatever. And he's like, and Yaakov. He, yes, it was Yaakov. And he's uh, telling us to go down the, you know, the rope. And he's like, why is it so scary? He's like, because you're like, who the hell is Yaakov? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, like, who the hell is Yaakov? I'm not gonna, what the hell are you doing? You're hooking me up to this line on yeah. a cliff. I don't know who you are. I don't know. Like, you had a good day. Are you high? Me, I have no idea. For some reason, ziplining, I could do. Repelling, I do it, but it scares me more than ziplining. There's something about walking off a cliff backwards that I, I just can't get past. Even ziplining. When I went to Puerto Rico, we did this like excursion through some jungle or whatever and then we go down the zip line we get to the end and the guy who took us on the tour his name was noel he goes you guys know i made this zip line i said who, <laughs> who? he's like i did i put he said i put it up and i'm like thank you for letting me know when i got to the end because <laughs> what the, that's what i'm saying like who the fuck put up yes. the zip line? there's a reason airline pilots wear uniforms and hats <laughs> to like look like oh professional <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And I'm like... I've done this before. He's like, I do it every day. I put it up. <laughs> and I'm like, what tortured person was like your, the first trial down this fucking zip line that you just put up, Noel? Exactly. Noel. So, that's why I don't like zip lining. And so I'm going to go surfing. But you know Costa Rica has like sharks and shit. So I'm worried about that too. Didn't you like swim with alligators in Costa Rica? Uh, In Belize. Belize. Right. Why would you ever swim with alligators? I don't know. In the I middle didn't of the night, swim too. with alligators. Yes, I went, you did. I, I saw went, the video. I went hunting. Not really hunting. We didn't kill them. We just like caught them and threw them back in the water. Caught them. We had this like caught what? 
what uh it was a teeny it wasn't an alligator it was a crocodile it was this teeny crocodile oh we went, i'm sorry we went it was crocodile. a crocodile it was that a, makes it, it fun it was a crocodile holder in the middle of the night he takes you on a boat like and you go around and then he like shines the light and he finds a crocodile he grabs it from the water and shows it to you and then i actually released it back into the water so which was cool pass <laughs> smash <There's>, or pass? <laughs> pass pass totally so pass. Many... crazy she does crazy stuff most I don't of... do crazy stuff I mean, like that's crazy most excursions are a hard pass yeah. I just... in terms of safety num- like safety yeah. i have Agreed. a slight not an excessive adrenaline junkie a very small i won't do and it's and it gets less let's just she has a hard time saying no yeah i so do so if it's there as an opportunity right i don't sure I, I do. Let's it's, try it. What the heck? Yeah, I, I like to try things at least once, and I, I don't like to say no to things out of fear. It's like a, I just don't um, like to. Overcompensate. Yes. That's almost all the time to say no is out of fear. <laughs> me too. I think fear is what's kept me up to, to be 52. Yes. yes. There's a reason we have it. It's a survival. Even though it I'm is. only 51. <laughs> I, it's true. I have news of the world. Okay, but I have another listener story. Okay. So this girl. Wait, what do you mean another one? Did we listen to one before? Well, the last one was a turkey story that I told you. Oh, okay. No, it was a. I just said we got a lot of inquiries about the turkey, uh, about the kidney thing. Right, but now, you, now you have a like an actual tale. So now I have a story of that was sent into our website, which is crimeandplastic.com. Yes, that he just figured out ten minutes ago. <laughs> well, that was a week ago for you guys, <laughs> but ten minutes for us. He said, "Oh, so." She said that she had. She went to this doctor who was doing a two for one sale for breast augmentation. Wait a minute, two breasts for the price of one breast? No, two people having surgery. I was going to say because I don't know. You can buy one. Yeah, and she said that. She said that he was super sketch and she didn't really like the doctor. But she was like, "What the like? What the hell? Like two I'll for just one? Do two for one? Her and her friend did it. It's a bogo. Yeah, and I think everything came out fine with the surgery. But she said later on, the doctor that did it was selling a fake. COVID vaccine cards and his whole business got shut down. I was that in Utah. I don't know where it was. There was a surgeon that I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So she. There was a thing. People like became like very adamant that like I'm not going to take the shot. I'm going to just sell cards that said. Yeah. You so did. he sold, People came and did that. Yeah. So he sold fake vaccine cards and she found out he got shut down. Okay. What's your world news minute? Okay. Fine. This is, says plastic surgery complications cost Miami-Dade taxpayers over $600,000. An NBC6 investigation reveals Miami-Dade taxpayers have lost over $600,000 paying for complications related to plastic surgery procedures. And most of the patients don't even live in this country. Oh, wow. Yep. Over 10 years. Crazy. Yep. And there's a whole, and there's a list. It, it actually lists patients' names. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not. It says there's a crisis in plastic surgery in Miami-Dade County. People are coming here from all over the world, all over the country, for plastic surgery. And, uh, yeah, and Dr. Chris Salgado, my friend Chris, yeah. he says he spends lots of time working at local hospitals, taking care of complications from plastic surgery patients that were done in other countries even. They come in, their first stop is Miami. Sometimes they go right from the airport straight to the hospital. Oh, wow. Yep, anyway, there you go. By the way, the, the total cost was $7,690,000 worth of cost, but the taxpayers footed $629,000 of those bills. So. Okay. You know what's really frustrating Something to me? Yeah. That I can't get a kid in when it's like really young. Like I have to wait 
<laughs> you have to. Well, is it, you, is it is it is it Stevie? Cat lady, here's how. Is it Stevie Nicks of a of an age that she can have a baby now? <laughs> I would never do that to her. <laughs> would never put her through that. In fact, she's getting spayed uh, in like two weeks. Listen, I I've lived in this town next to the beach for more than twenty five years, and I've walked on the beach many, many, many morning mornings early, and I know many of the cat people in this town. Right. Let's not, let's not tell cat. I love first. cat people. Just so you know. Okay. I would never mess with cat people. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Don't I'm, I'm giving you my advice. If you want a fresh cat, if you feed the cats every day at a certain place, <laughs> you will get to know the cats, and you will see one of them will get pregnant, and then you can be there for the birth of your kitten. The thing is that, and then take it home straight from the hospital. Well, that's what I want. Like I found my my friends found my kitten. Like just as a kitten, and so there was no restrictions. Like it was like all gun ho. Like oh yeah, this kitten so for grabs. So I took her. But then like if you go to the humane society or something, there are all these restrictions talking about you have to wait till ten weeks. Ten weeks, she's not even that cute anymore. <laughs> no, ten they wanna, weeks, she doesn't they, even they, love they, me or they, depend on they me. They want to make sure that you know the cat mean? has its proper. You know, nurse it gets I'll nursed. I'll take her. Gets. I'll nurse her medications if they need it. They're very fragile at the young age. But if you want a fresh one, you have to like become a cat person in the wild. It's just so frustrating because I'm like, Stevie Nicks, if I got her at 10 weeks versus five weeks, she wouldn't love me as much. You That's know, five weeks of quality of all, time. Naming your cat after a living person has inherent danger. Why? Because if Stevie Nicks decides to go on a rampage and be- suddenly becomes a... You know, Killer cat? Like, n- what's she gonna do? No, the oh, person. St- <laughs> if Stevie Nicks turns out to be like the mountainside killer, like five years from now, <laughs> secretly strangling strangers in her basement, now you have a cat named after a killer. Well, that's why she has a middle name. What's that? Lavender. Oh, good. Oh, fine. Good. Touche. <laughs> Unless lavender I, becomes I, as I, toxic. I, I take back my argument. It's a good one. <laughs> okay. So today's story is about Dr. Selwyn Cohen. Oh, I know him. You do? You know the story? I know the story, and I know his he his wife actually married another plastic surgeon. Oh, you could tell us about that because I didn't know that. Uh huh. Um, okay, so Doctor Selwyn Cohen was, was a super nice guy. Was born in South Africa. Mm-hmm. He was a fellow of the Royal College of Surgeons of Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, the Royal College of Physicians and Surgeons in Glasgow, the American College of Surgeons. He completed his residency training in plastic and reconstructive surgery at Kansas University Medical Center in Kansas City. He set up his practice in Seattle. Seattle. Mm-hmm. He did. Oh, wait, uh, so you actually know the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the story. And then he had, he's married, had four children. Um, Beautiful kids. He had, um, Beautiful wife. Beautiful wife, beautiful children. Nice. He said that, um, actually, he had told one of his uh, his employees or a friend that he said that he couldn't, his life could not be better. He, you know, yeah. he had so many blessings. He was so happy. He was a family man. He was. Uh, hard worker, smart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so he had his practice in Seattle. He was, he was very, very well liked in his community. Um, he was, um, like a frequent speaker at a synagogue. Like he was just like a, a really like all around. Everybody says really nice things about a him. Mensch. Yeah. His, uh, a longtime friend of his, Tom Olmstead said he first met him, um, in a welcome group, uh, for doctors in the East side, which is the neighborhood in Seattle. 
And he got one time he got like a piece of brass in his eye and he was waiting to be seen at the hospital. And Selwyn Cohen was there helping burn patients, but he saw him sitting there and he took him back right away and helped him treat his eye. And he said he was just a very warm, loving, caring person. And then in uh, his children, They're like four little kids. Yeah. His wife and children were away for spring break. This was in uh, in April 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, they were away at Shellon, Shellon, Shellon. I don't know. They were away for spring break, and he was home working. And he had he had a meeting. He was supposed to go speak at a synagogue, and uh, after work on a Monday night, and uh, he never showed up to the speech. So the mm-hmm. they contacted his father. Because he didn't show up, and they found out um, the last he had a the last thing everyone knew is that he had a five thirty appointment at his office in Bellevue with um, Beryl Shallis. She was a six year old patient who a sixty year old six year old facelift patient. Right. Um, she was someone who had been unhappy. She had a she had had a facelift eleven months prior, and she was unhappy with her um, with her facelift. And she was she was described by her neighbors as a recluse. She was, um, you know, she just kept coming back, and that she was not happy. And he, she asked him to, yeah. So he had an he had an appointment with her at five thirty, and then he was about to go home after the appointment. But Shalice had actually stayed in the office. She waited till all the office workers were gone, and then she. Um, persuade she did go home she waited in the parking lot and then she asked him to let her back into the office and she brought a gun and she shot him oh. right there right there and he died and he died right there she didn't like her facelift yeah because she didn't like her face like her facelift and his wife and children didn't find out until the next day yeah he had his wife was janet the children were david latalia jared and seth how and old they were they they were 10, 8, 6, and 4. Yeah. And they were vacationing Lake Chelan when Cohen was killed. Yeah. They caught her right away, though, right? They did. Well, she went home and she shot herself. Oh. That's exactly what I meant to say. Yes. So <laughs> I, know that, I know that she didn't get away with it. Yeah, she was... Um, <laughs> yes, they went to... Um, so the police learned of the shooting after Charles's husband found her with a gunshot wound in the head at 940. She was. She wrote a note saying that she shot Cohen because she was in pain from her last operation, and she was alive when the police arrived. But she died at Overlake Hospital Medical Center, um, and they found Cohen's body in the clinic's lobby at ten thirty, where he was pronounced dead. Yeah. So all they know is that Chalice was dissatisfied with her surgery, and um, a number of like his staff and knew that she was dissatisfied, and there were. They were in the middle of negotiating, like, how to make her better, like, you know. I think she was mentally unstable yeah. from before. Well, I think- sometimes sometimes people think, like, plastic surgery is going to cure all their problems, including, yeah. like, mental instability, and that doesn't. She said she had been to about five doctors trying to get some relief, and nobody would help. And right, she said she was in pain or something. Yeah, you know she, she said? Was in, yeah, she was in pain. And uh, I think I my recollection of the story is she'd gone to other surgeons because she yeah. had complaining of pain, and they did all these t- studies and tests, right? And nothing showed up. Like it was She's, like we, yeah, can't, she we said don't she know what's been, causing the pain. She had been to about five doctors trying to get some relief, but nobody would help. And um, the office workers at Cole's clinic and the nurses said that she seemed to be suffering from depression, but she never made any threats or complaints. Um, no, she never made any threats. She did complain. She did a. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, she they found the thirty eight caliber revolver in her home, and she bought the gun a month before. Yeah. And everybody said he was. How did you know him? I didn't know you knew him. So I, so I didn't know him. Okay. Because I was uh, a right. baby. Right. I wasn't a baby, but I was like, you know, in college or starting, I was starting medical school when that happened. Right. But the story you made the news. Medical school in the nineties. Yeah. Yes, I started in ninety two. That math doesn't check out. He started young. I did. No, that sounds like he started old. No, he was no. only. He started um, in ninety two. He was twenty. He started medical school at twenty. Most people started at like twenty three. But how is that possible if now he's seventy? Ha! <laughs> I get it now. I get ha, ha, ha. good one, Santini. So yeah. So how do you know? So you lose. So, no, so, so yeah. So what happened was so the so the follow up of that is that his wife ended up marrying another plastic surgeon, I think from South Africa also, who lives in Boca. Okay. Who became a very, who, who, I think he's oh, retired like after now. He, after he died, she married another plastic surgeon? After he died, she was a widow with four young kids. And I think he was... Yeah, he was only 41 when no, he died. No, but I think that the, 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 she married another plastic surgeon here in Boca. Mm-hmm. I think she also had like a bunch of kids. I think maybe she was divorced or I don't know what, maybe her husband died too. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, his, his, I think his, his, his wife, wife may have died too. I, I think, was like, I think she he turned was a, to a lesbian. Yeah, no, 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 no I was sorry, like, I, I was got like, confused. This story it's a juicy no, story. <laughs> no, no, no. I and I don't, I don't know. Actually, don't know, don't know all the details. Okay, but I think, yeah, I think she, she married a widower. Okay, they each had like a bunch of kids, and they formed a blended family. And um, and he, the doctor she married, is a very famous breast surgeon. I think he already retired. He's he's up there now. Are you allowed to say his name? Is it a secret? You don't want to. I don't want to because of okay. the kids and you know okay. whatever. But I did a I did the circumcision, the bris for one of the kids, one of the grandchildren. Oh, that's so nice. I know, and that's my personal connection to the to the family. Wow, I never I never heard this story. This is one uh-huh. of the stories that like I always say whenever I think I'm not going to find one, this another one pops up. It pops up. So, but is there that she married another plastic surgeon? Yeah. Also from South Africa. She also with a, a bunch of kids, and she yeah. had a type. Well, maybe she, maybe they were friends because South African community is pretty small. Could have been. It so maybe been. it was like a friend, and they and they bonded over their maybe. shared loss. That right, happens. it might have been. It might have been, and they yeah. were opposite sides of the country, like Seattle, Boca, yeah. whatever. But yeah, they've been here for. I think. I think they. I think they were in Boca for. I think they're still there. The whole family, yeah. uh, for at least thirty years. Oh, well, that's terrible. Yeah. As he said, he said two weeks during Passover, he had told his family that he considered himself to be the luckiest man alive. So sad. He sounds like a really, really nice guy. He was. He was. Every, all, everybody that knew him, you know, was, yeah, he would just, talk about him like that. It's similar so. to the Michael Tavis story. I was going to say, it's like the first guy. Like the first, our very first story was the same, you know, nice guy, unhappy yep. patient, and he got... So, she also killed herself by accident, though, that yeah. one, right? Did she? Yeah, uh, she, she overdosed did. on oh, yeah. insulin or something. Yeah, so she, she shot herself. She didn't after. die. She, was, she went to jail. She didn't die. They found her Oh, in they a found coma. her because she yeah, overdosed. Yeah. Oh, oh, but they let her live. They, right. they found her in a coma, yeah. which is why she couldn't get away. Yeah. Right, but she tried to kill herself, right? No. She just accidentally did it? I think it she was just, that like, she didn't she take her, her di- diabetic yeah. medicine, so she was going into a coma. They found her in a hotel in a coma. Yeah, she never tried to kill herself, I don't think. I think she's dead now, though. Yeah. I mean, I think when did he so. die? It was like the 90s, wasn't it? I think it was like 90s, early 2000s. So, yeah, well, rest in peace, Selwyn Cohen. She sounded like a very nice man. And uh, hopefully your children and family are doing well. They are. Good. I mean, good. Last I know. That's last really I nice heard. to hear. 
It is. It is a beautiful family. So okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's that's our. Uh, that's a very unhinged story. It happens. There's, did we do the one? Oh, we have another one. Save it for the next one. No, but I'm saying we didn't. We have to put this in. But I just wanted to tell you, there's a guy in who was shot to death by a crazy white supremacist in Cleveland. I think we do that story yet? Because he thought that he said that they were, he was ruining the Aryan, like he was giving everybody the Aryan beauty. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, look that one up. I will. I'll I think it, it was in Cleveland. Oh, that's insane. Okay. I'll and, check and the, it out. And the surgeon wasn't Jewish. He was a random plastic surgeon. The guy was just upset at plastic surgeons in general. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So that's our story for today. We'll be back next week with some more for you. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Stay beautiful.